Hey, and welcome to episode 49 of the Sunfire Tavern, our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV, with myself, Clark, and my co-host, Ollie, uh, discussing the hot topics from the week. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern, and listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And if you want to drop us an email, you can do so through sunfiretavern at gmail.com. Ollie! Hey! How's it going? Hey, I'm good, man. I'm good. Just got back from a holiday. Uh, oh, yeah? You've been remaining around? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, um, well, this has been Sunfire Tavern. <laughs> yeah, this has been Sunfire Tavern, and uh, thanks for listening, and uh, yeah. I'll stop playing the outro. Um, yeah. No, yeah, so I just got back from Romania. Um, I went to a spa called Derme um, for the weekend uh, with some friends, and it was fantastic. I would highly recommend anyone, if you're looking for a spa getaway, uh, it is very well priced um romania is cool like the food is everything is great and the actual spa place is incredible so yeah wow okay I highly wow. recommend it yep just for oh, God, yeah, nice time nice to see you at the end of the pandemic as well to go for a nice break oh so it's yeah lovely. yeah it's gonna be lovely i mean i'm i'm i've i have to stay home now obviously uh for oh you're in isolation rates. yes so you so there's like a day to I have to like test on my second day of being back, so that's like tomorrow or the day after. I need to go check. Uh, but okay. after that, if it comes back negative, then I am free to leave. But yeah, um, yeah. So it means I'm gonna have some days to play some video games. Oh, lovely! Well, yeah. what a time to play video games because we've got quite a lot this month. Yes. Um, but I'll go for the agenda. Yeah. So we'll start off what we've been playing and watching because we always do. That's our thing. Uh, and then we'll talk about Far Cry Six, OLED Switch, and Metroid Dread. They all came out in the past few weeks. Uh, Squid Games and Alice in Borderlands, uh, or Alice in Borderland, Borderlands, yes, Borderland, 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 Borderland. Okay, yeah. uh, and a big surprise from last week where we finally got uh, the final yes. Smash character announcement, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Very, very excited about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Bond and Dune, the movies are both out. I haven't seen either of them. I wonder if you have. But we'll I have seen Bond, but yeah, you have seen Bond. Yes, I've seen Bond. Well, I haven't seen Bond or Dune, so this is going to be an interesting conversation we have there. All right. Um, Windows 11 is out, which I've got a little something to say about Windows 11, because I'm a little Boy. bit annoyed. Oh, uh, so Windows 11 came out, and then also we can, if we get time, we've got eFootball is crap, and FIFA might get a rename. Um, so I guess we'll start with, I mean, you've, you've been in Romania, so I can imagine what you've been playing and watching is going to be quite short this week, so you go nuts. Oh, I mean, we've had two weeks, so I've been... Uh, had it has been two weeks, you're right. Yeah, I've had quite a lot to um, play and watch. Uh, I played the Outer Wilds DLC, um, Echoes Ooh, of the Eye came out. It was fantastic. Very good. Um, that I, game I, didn't land on me. Like I, I really wanted to like it, but it didn't land on me at all. Outer Worlds didn't. Oh man, Outer Wilds <laughs> for me, like Outer Wilds. Sorry. Yeah, Outer Wilds. It hits everything. Like it's like one of these games where you can only really experience it once. Like you kind of just have to play it. Um, and it's like a puzzle game, but it doesn't really seem like a puzzle game. It's like a puzzle exploration game, kind of similar to like um, what's a uh, Fez. Or um, the witness oh, yeah. kind of thing. Well, I guess the witness is more, you know, inherently a puzzle game. But um, yeah, it's such a good game. It's a fantastic game, and the DLC is so smartly made. Uh, and it doesn't. The only there's only one thing is that like the ending is a bit like um, abrupt, I guess. But I guess the way that if you think if like, obviously I can't spoil anything, but the way it fits into like the whole game makes sense. It's more of like a um, like an add-on to a game rather than like a um, like a new ending, if you get what I mean. So it kind of like adds to the experience of the whole game rather than just kind of being like, oh, and here's some, here's like a sequel. It's, you know, it's not like Outer Wilds 1.5. Um, it feels like it spans the game rather than sits on top of it. Like precisely, in... yeah. Okay. So like, as in like, you know, it, the the way it's designed is that even if you if you've never played Outer Wilds before and you buy it now with the DLC in it, 
um, you can just go straight into the DLC and it will make some. It will still make sense to you. So like, you oh, know, that's yeah. So it's designed very well. Um, it's very cool. It's a bit uh, difficult to start it if you miss what it gives you one hint. Because the other thing is that like how you get into the DLC is also a puzzle in itself. So there's like one hint, and if you miss that hint, uh, it's a bit. You have to kind of like Google it. Um, I I did have to Google it to be like, okay, how like where's the first thing? And it's like, oh, just go to the observatory. And then you go there, and then that's it, um, which is very cool. Uh, so highly recommend that if you've never played the Outer Wilds or the Outer Wilds DLC. Um, what else have I played? Uh, in Romania, I was playing a lot of um, what's it? Uh, One Step from Eden, which I think I've talked about in the podcast before, but I was playing that on Switch. I think you mentioned it a while ago, yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah. roguelike. It's just I just really fucking like that game. It's just such a good game. Such a good, such a well crafted like deck builder slash like real time sort of like tile based strategy game. Uh, it's so good. Um, appeals to me. In... It was the like pixel arty yeah. anime kind of looking one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's by like one indie dev and like a small team of artists. But yeah, it's uh, fantastic. Um, yeah, I think I checked it out, but it, it wasn't really for me. But it did look cool. But it was mm. just I, I know I wouldn't like it. Yeah, it's quite. It's one of those games where you really have to like dedicate some time to like learn like learn like play it a few times because yeah it, but it's it's um but once you like get into it i don't know i just re- i really appreciate the design of that game i think it's so smart um and then oh i watched bond uh over these two weeks as well which we'll, i'm sure we can talk about later um i have some thoughts on that but uh yeah and then um squid game obviously um and what else have we oh i bought nickelodeon all-stars brawl Earlier oh, today, I have not played it yet, but I'm planning to play it today. But I've been I, watching I've, a lot I've of. It. I've been watching a lot of it, and it looks broken as hell, but yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> like so I've heard, it's not very well balanced. It's a bit empty, like because there's no voice work or anything. Yeah. So it, it feels a bit clinical. Yes. And apparently, it's not really hit the mark, but I, I'm interested to see how it evolves, like whether it does evolve or not. I think um, it's incredibly like so for people like competitive Smash players. I guess it's been a lot of fun because it, it's just absolutely broken. Like the game itself is just well balanced. It's yeah, it's just broken. Like the mecha- mechanically is broken, but also the devs kind of knew that. Like there's a really good Twitch clip of like um, a sort of like famous Smash player, Hungry Box, who's interviewing the devs, and the devs just said like, "Guys, this is a day one build of a game." Like. Break it in half, like go nuts, have fun. Like it's this is a day zero build, like we don't care, kind of thing. And then like That's they're like, we'll enough. balance it, which is like a good mentality to have, I think. Which yeah. is like they're like, just have fun with the game. Like we don't know if it's going to be competitive. Yeah, yeah. Like, like we don't know if it's going to be competitive. We don't know anything. Just have fun. Like it's it's a game with fucking SpongeBob SpongeBob in it, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been watching a lot of it, and it seems like a lot of fun. So I'm gonna play that with some friends later on today, um, and we're gonna check it out. Um, and then yeah, I guess the usual like you know, League of Legends things like that. Uh, yeah. I talked about Deltarune last week. You did. Um, well, last I, time. Yeah, last time. Yeah. Oh, I also downloaded. The, did you manage to play the uh, Battlefield beta at all? I did. Had half an hour in that, Ooh. and it was cool. Yeah, um, bit too fast for me. Like, de- definitely way too fast because I found that about the previous Battlefield as well. Like, the game just runs at such a high pace that I can't keep up with it. Mm. Um, but it does look stunning. Like, it, it looks genuinely really, really good. 
Yeah, um, I didn't get a chance to play it, unfortunately, because I downloaded it before I went on holiday, but then in order to play the beta, you had to be, you had to pre-order the game or be part yeah. of EA, if you have Xbox Games Pass, haha. <laughs> uh, Which I do. Yeah, you could get in. Um, well, it was an open beta on uh, Saturday for everyone. It was. There was no restrictions. But, yeah, yeah, it was, but unfortunately I missed it because I was on holiday. But um, you were roaming around. Yes, I was roaming around in yeah. Romagna. But yeah, um, but yeah. How have you been, man? What's what's uh, what you've been playing? What you've been watching? Uh, I've had a spiky few weeks, so I'm back out on the job market again. So I'm looking for a new job, uh, which is fun, I guess. Um, no fault of my own, just uh, just that's where it is. So that's all cool. Um, finding a job in October is not the best time to look for a job because people don't usually leave their jobs uh, leading up to Christmas because everyone's going for their Christmas bonus. And then usually you see like a big exodus from jobs around April time when bonuses land. Yeah. So now is a difficult time. So I'm kind of hoping to find something that I can just tide over with or, or connect with like long term. But I don't know. The job market's a fun thing. So. So that's been fun. Um, but uh, in terms of what I've been playing or watching, I mean, I'm t- so I've been kind of pottering around. I went down to visit my family and stuff this weekend as well, which is lovely. Um, I went to see my brother's new house, which I'm very jealous of because him and his uh, partner have made this beautiful house and uh, just decorated it really nicely. It's all full of nerd stuff, so it's very, very cool. Oh, wow. Uh, but in doing so, I got to try out Deathloop on their PS5, which Ooh. was interesting. Uh, I can definitely see why people love it. Um, I wanted to play more of it, but obviously I couldn't because, you know, I was at my brother's place. Mm. Oh, excuse me. I also played the new Ratchet and Clank, which is kind of cool. Um, I think it might be a bit overblown, though. Like, I played about half an hour of Ratchet and Clank, and it didn't really connect with me, which is unusual because I love that series. Yeah. Um, so I think it might have been a bit oversold. Mm. Um, and what else I've been doing this week? Uh, finished Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury, so I finished the 3D World part of it, uh, which has been lovely. I've actually 100%ed it as well, which has been great, because you naturally 100% that game, I think, um, oh, which has been lovely. Uh, what else have I been playing this week? Uh, I actually can't remember what I've been doing. Uh, oh, well, I mean, I've been watching Squid Game and Alice in Borderlands. Yes. Um, just catching up, because obviously I've been at home quite a lot this week, and when I'm not applying for jobs, I'm... Um, kind of watching netflix or playing video games or whatever playing new world as well um i don't know if we've talked about new world since we it haven't i've been meaning to ask you about how, what you think about it yeah so i mean we could have a quick five minutes about this um so it's an interesting experiment um people definitely want this kind of mmo they want something where they can just go into and grind that and and just just while away the hours without thinking about it and, and this one, so you can chop down all the trees in the world and they grow back very quickly. Uh, you can pick all the plants and stuff and you can, uh, there's monsters everywhere that respawn almost immediately. And the world is kind of pretty, but I have to be honest, it does feel really, um, like, dead. Empty. It, it doesn't... Like, devoid of, like, um, devoid of kind of, like, life, I guess. Well, not really life, more charm. Okay. Like, there's nothing about it that makes me intrigued to find out more about what's going on. Because you know how games like World of Warcraft, the storyline is quite heavy and it's yeah. quite interesting and the quests are quite varied. This is pretty much all fetch quests. So it's all go and kill 10 of these things or go and loot 10 of these things. Mm. And, and that's about it. Um, th- there's this like faction-based mechanic where you pick one of three factions. If you think Horde versus Alliance in WoW, it's that plus one more faction. Right. Uh, okay. So you join one of the three and you can all like share areas with each other and stuff, but you dominate areas. So you have a war in a zone and you take over that zone for your faction and the guild that wins the war gets to name gets their name on that town. Right. Which okay. is kind of cool. That's cool. Um but 
it I don't know like it feels like they they, they had a good idea on paper but it's just not worked in practice that hmm. there's just nothing about it that makes you want to keep playing it I'm, I'm playing it just for the sake of it at the moment because there's not much else to do and I'm kind of hoping that it, it kicks off are you playing I'm at with level friends? 30 yeah with friends yeah, and yeah. some of them are liking it and some of them are feeling the same way as I am where I'm just like eh not really getting into this um, but it's it's I mean it's thirty quid. There's no subscription, so it's it's definitely paid its its uh, its box price. Okay. But they've had a ton of tech issues as well. So like the servers are all have all had like seven to eight hour queues. Oh god. Uh, so you need to like turn it on in the morning, go to work, or go and do your thing, and then come back in the evening, and you'll still be in the queue. What the like, fuck? Yeah, it's it's crazy. But that has actually been somewhat fixed this week because for some reason now there's no queues. Uh, right. Okay. And, um, Super suspicious as to why, because the other problem is that you know these wars I was talking about. Yeah. What players have now discovered is that they can use the, the reporting system to ban people that are winning. Oh. Because the reporting god. system reacts to I think it's twelve reports, and that person gets immediately banned. Oh god, that's <laughs> not good. So that's been a thing. So I think the reason that that so they, they apparently fix the people using AFK macros, uh, you know, like uh, auto hotkey and whatever, to move around, yeah, uh, to stay on the server. So apparently they fixed that last week, and since then, admittedly, the queues have been non-existent. Uh, but also because people people are getting banned left, right, and centre for taking part in PvP, I think the population is just erasing itself. Oh God. Um, but um, yeah, that's been New World. Like, um, I heard, so go ahead. I've read an article or something about like um, apparently people were using there were bots that were like fishing or something and using up all the fish. So then players like aggroed a bunch of boars to come and kill the bots or something like that. Uh, like, you can absolutely do that. Like you, you can. There's a, so this is what I was talking about when I said that it it sounds good on paper, but in practice they haven't really thought about it. Right. Okay. Those yeah. Mechanics. Well, those mechanics are like tried and tested in hundreds of other MMOs and, and already fixed. This game feels like WoW before WoW was good. Right, okay. Which is like, I mean, yeah. early vanilla. Um, and, and the thing is, there's nothing There's nothing at the end of it. Like, there, there's nothing to get to. Yeah, like, what's so the end game? Like... Nothing, really. The, the people are just grinding around and, and just loving the... I mean, because the crafting is lovely and the gathering mechanics and stuff are really nice. But the fishing is lovely, and as well, I quite enjoy it because it's quite peaceful. Yeah. Uh, but there, there's nothing to grind towards. There's nothing at the end of this. Oh, well, that's... So, which is a shame. But it's, you know, it's only just launched, and it's Amazon, small indie company, so, you know... Yeah, it's like, they're small, yeah. guys. You know, Jeff, I'm sure, like, uh, Jeff Bezos can, you know, work Couldn't on this game from problem, out... Yeah. You know, work on this game from out of his garage again. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, he'll, you know, up, you know, yeah. Maybe, maybe throw 50 quid at it and get it sorted. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, it's fine. I'm happy that people are enjoying it. It's just not really connecting with me. Um, otherwise, I've been playing Overwatch and, and absolutely smashing it with Symmetra and Ash and Soldier. Um, Soldier's a new and, one. Yeah, Soldier's a new one. But also, a little thing, because obviously I've been back on the job market, so I've been looking at like old competing mobile games that we used to you know, have to research. Yes. And I've, I've fallen in love with the Stranger Things mobile game. Oh, wow. It's, it's a Stranger Things Match 3. Yeah. Uh, do, you remember, do you remember Legend of Soulguard? Yes, I remember Legend of it's, Soulguard. It's effectively that. But oh, with cool. a Stranger Things skin on it, and I downloaded it just to have a look at it because I was I was looking at the company that made the game, and now I've ended up playing it for like I'm playing it for like three or four hours a day. Oh right? shit, you're in. They got <laughs> I'm, you. I'm in hardcore. But I'm not spending on it, but I'm in on it. Yeah, that's um, good though. I mean, that's that's uh, nice that you're enjoying it. I guess yeah, you're a fa you're a fan of the like franchise, right, and the brand. Big fan of the franchise, and I think we both know that. If you get the right franchise on the game, it will sell to the yeah. to the right audience. Like, um, I, I remember quoting someone, in fact, when they were talking about the Harry Potter game, saying that oh, the franchise is not what sells it. And I'm like, yeah, because it's the wrong franchise for this game type. Mm. Like, there's no part of Harry Potter where you go out doing like Pokemon Go style stuff. 
that didn't make sense to me, them combining those two games together. But the Pokemon franchise on that game type absolutely works. You go out yeah. and collect and catch them all and whatever. Um, but yeah, so that, that's been my week, well, weeks so far. And I'm hoping within the next few weeks I can be exploring the realms of a new job. That'll be kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but what we can do now is we can move on to the first point, which is Far Cry 6, The OLED Switch, and Metroid Dread, all combined into one point, which is this week's big news points. Yes. So have you had a chance? So I'll admit that I've only seen the marketing leading up to Far Cry, Far Cry 6. I haven't Same. actually played the game. Um, <laughs> but like, I mean, it's just... It just looks like more Far Cry, man. You it's know? A, apparently, it's exactly what it is. It, it's not even. It, it doesn't even feel like a sequel. It just feels like you just continued on from Far Cry Five. Yeah. Like... Apparently, it's it's so like deep into that Ubisoft formula of like go out and collect stuff and cover the map and do the towers that it just doesn't feel like a new game. People don't feel like they've bought a new game. Yeah. Um. It's it's got some interesting stuff in it, but but none of it really stands out. Um, apparently the 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 boss um De- is it Despacito? John... No, no, Despacito. <laughs> John Luca Esposito is that his name? It's John Carlo actually. John Carlo Esposito. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. John Carlo Despacito, um, <laughs> famous singer. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, apparently his performance is flawless in it. Like it's incredible, but the the way that the game's shot and put together just feels weird because they've put it in third person for the cutscenes now, which is like a big step away from what Far Cry is. Wait, really? Why? Well. You know how the Far Cry cutscenes, there's always a scene where the big bad guy like grabs you by the throat or holds yeah. you and threatens you. Yeah. That in third person apparently just doesn't work. No, <laughs> and all the cutscenes no. like like twenty FPS as well, so like it's oh, weird. Fuck. Um, man, but there's on. a pet alligator in it called um, Guapo that has a T-shirt on. It runs around killing things, which is kind of fun. And there's I mean, a little dog in a wheelchair called um, <laughs> is this Chorizo. The, is this the cheese? They 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 saw that people really like cheeseburger, the bear. From, from Far Cry 5. And oh, then I, I, would assume so. I still haven't finished Far Cry 5. Like, I got yeah. halfway into it, and that game just did not work for me. Yeah. Um, Man, like, but... I think I... Did I play Far Cry 5? I definitely played Far Cry 3. I forget if I played Far Cry Far Cry 5 Far Cry is the cult one in America. Yeah, Far Cry 4 is the one with the um, the guy in the suit. The pink suit. Yeah, that, yeah that's the one. Yep. I and the, his the name. blonde hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. I mean, he he's great. I mean, that's the thing with I guess Far Cry Five. I'm not sure about how good the villain is, but like the villains in Far Cry Three and Four were fucking great. The so, the, yeah. the villain in in Five is like a more of a mental villain. Okay, cool. It's it's more psych psycho- psychological 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 mm. the way that they work because it's a cult. So yes. yeah, it's yeah. about religion and and you know all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, John, yeah, I, I I love John Carlo Esposito. But I mean, you know, he can only really play one character. But like, yeah, I love that character. Yeah, I, lo- I love, I love him, right? But like, um, yeah, if the game is just not there, then uh, point. yeah, like, at this point, why would I play this over Deathloop? You know I mean? Yeah, I think there's so many things coming out right now. Like, for example, the next thing we're going to talk about is Metroid Dread combined with the OLED Switch. And apparently Metroid Dread is, like, getting 95 to 100 across the board. Like, it's 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 absolutely smashing it as a near-perfect game. Really? And if, yeah, and it, it's it's clearly been... It, well, I mean, let's move on to that point. Mm. Uh, it's clearly been made to sell the OLED Switch because it's all got, like, deep blacks in it and bright colours and stuff, <laughs> which is what an OLED screen works on. Yep. Um so it, they've clearly built it to to sell the OLED switch, and people are playing it and saying, "Oh, this is amazing!" And, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's great," but I never play handheld, so never going to see that. Like, it's not going to be a thing for me. But the game itself does look incredible. I don't know if you've seen anything about it at all. I know I, I have friends who are extremely like uh, excited for this game, but um, 
I haven't seen much of it. I know that it's been like referenced a lot, or like you know there was like a whole weird thing that Metroid Dread was like an off, like a weird like offshoot game that was in development for ages, but it was, it was never like a, official. It, it was teased years ago, and then it was it wasn't even teased. It was like it was mentioned. Yeah, but no one knew that that was actually what was going to be the next game was going to be called. But it, it does look stunning. It's got that additional effect of um, like the the Mister X effect, where someone's always chasing you. Yes, and they can pop up at any moment, and it's always that level of anxiety of trying to get through the level. Um, and it 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 plays so smoothly as well. I had a little go at it, and it's 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 wonderful. But I ha- not being someone who who would class as a Metroid fan, um, I've now managed to get hold of the the previous games. So there's one on Game Boy Advance, one on 3DS, and I think there's one on GameCube as well. But I'm not sure. There's Metroid. I'm going to play through them. On GameCube on is the Metroid Prime uh, series. There's Super Metroid, which is a game that I've never played, but have a Yeah, that's that's one I'm playing at the moment on SNES. Yeah, yeah Super it's, Metroid it's, it's is like yeah, yeah. Super yeah. Metroid is like the the Metroid game apparently. Whereas in like it's yeah. the one that like everyone plays. Like I have friends yeah. who play it like every year. Like yeah, well, I'm I'm just starting to play through it at the moment, and I'm I'm trying to get into it, but I'm not sure if the games are for me. Mm, yeah. uh, but I'm I'm giving them a try. You know, you just never know. Yeah, I mean, um, if I guess this is it. It's like the Met- they are the original Metroidvanias, so. <laughs> You know, all, at least one half of that genre. So, yeah. yeah. Like... But the other thing is, I was coming home on the train yesterday from Portsmouth, and I did see someone playing on an OLED Switch, and I was playing on my oh, neat. scubby, scumbag, old launch day Switch. Uh-oh. And did I feel did feel a little bit inadequate. A little bit, yeah. I was like, uh, aww. Really. And it, it did look pretty. But what was she playing? She was playing some horse game that I didn't recognize, but it had horses. Horse game. Mm. And I was like, you're, you're playing the wrong game on that. Like, can you? I was, I was almost like, could you, could you put Metroid on so I can have a look? <laughs> um, um, so yeah, that's been Far Cry, OLED Switch, and Metroid Dread. Uh, yep. Next up is one I think we're going to have a lot to talk about and to preempt for, for the listeners, of which there may be none. Um, <laughs> we're going to be talking heavily about Squid Game start to finish, so uh, all the way up until the final episode and beyond, and our theories on what it is. Alice in Borderland, we're only going to be talking about episode one because I've not seen any further, but Squid Game, absolute spoilers, so this is your last chance. Um, maybe sign back in in five, ten minutes' time. Um, yep. So you've seen all of Squid Game? Yep, I have think? seen all of Squid Game. Um, so, to preface, I watched Alice in Borderland before, and I've seen a lot of these kind of, like, death game, uh, series before, so with Squid Game, I think it was okay, but then the thing is, like, I, I, being honest, I don't really understand why it's become so popular, I guess it's just kind of, like, it's really caught the zeitgeist kind of thing, right, like, everyone has been, is watching it. But I think, I guess the one thing it does really well is it really sells the, like, emotional harrowing part of being in a death game, I guess. And also, early on, it does the thing where, like, you know, like, they all leave the game and then come back, right? I think that is, that is, like, a powerful moment. Yeah, that's the powerful moment, right? Where you're like, oh, shit, like, their lives are so bad, like, so depressing that, like, Mm. yeah. like They'd rather die than live, like. Exactly right, yeah. So... Um... The games but, themselves, like, you know, obviously they're just children's games, right? So they're not actually that yeah. interesting, but I guess it's just with the style of being like, oh yeah, and you die. Uh, it's oh, just I, like, thought yeah. were, I thought that was somewhat interesting, because I learned a little bit about Korean, like, school games, like which I never knew about before, because they're based on Korean games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the Honeycomb one is very weird. But, I had no um, idea that was a thing, but I, I liked that. That yeah. was cool. That was actually probably my favourite game, I think, because that, that was a really... No, maybe marbles. I think might have been my favorite. The marble one just doesn't like. Do you just is it? Is it's just literally like you just guess whether it's odd or even, right? 
Like no, but that that wasn't the game. Marbles was the the, the winner has to have twenty marbles. That was it. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, exactly. And you can obtain the marbles in whatever. Yeah, way you however want, way. You, yeah. I mean, you kill the person if you wanted to. We shall like that that death was allowed in this. Yeah. Um, but then there was also the subplot of the the organ harvesting, and then there was the what actually were the people in pink because it never explained that, which which infuriated me. By the way, it yeah. never explains what the people in pink were. I'm sure there will be a season two. Well, I mean, there is. But do you think it needs a season two? Because I don't. I don't. Not really. I mean, you can see that there was like the rich benefit. You know, the old man was the guy who like sort of like started the Squid Games, right? Or at least like you know he's like one of the originators, and he was just like, yeah, we're just bored, man. We just did it because <laughs> like top squid. Pardon? He was top squid. He was top squid indeed. I, d- yeah. I did hear the Splatoon theme in my head quite a lot when I was watching it. I was like, <laughs> that's got to exist, right? Like people, a squid get like red, like green, light, but edited with the with the Splatoon music. Yeah, I, in my head I can hear it, but I'm also thinking that would be really cool if they did that. Yeah. Um, oh, but man. it was just that they said so they never explained what the the indentured staff were, like whether they were just staff or whether they were like criminals. Yeah, I guess not, but. Uh, well, I mean, there was the whole thing with, like, his... The policeman was trying to find his brother, right? Like, what happened to his... Was it his yeah, brother? Which, which, which had a stupid culmination at the end of it. Like, weird, like uh-huh. his, his brother... His, well, his brother was the, um... The games master. The guy the, with the gold mask. Yeah, right? and he shot him. Yeah. He just it was like... Bang. All right, okay. Why? <laughs> Drama! That's why. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that was a bit wonky. But so uh, the, there was quotes from the, the writer who said that the reason he wrote in the police officer was so that he could show you a little insight into the pink people's day to day. Yeah. That was the only reason the police officer was in there. Just yeah. so you got a back end look at that. But then there was also that really gross scene where the police officer uh, gets the attention of that old dude, the, the rich dude. Yeah. And that scene where he takes his, his robe off and he's like, if you can pleasure me, I was like, oh, no, what? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> Not prepared for this. Yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs> well, I'd just come back in from, from taking my food out the oven, and I sat down, and I was like, oh, my God, what is on the screen? Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, man. This is taking a turn. But, yeah. um, I, I loved it. I really enjoyed it. I, I really do see why it's been popular as well, but I watched it dubbed. I didn't watch it with subtitles. Oh, okay, so I watched it subbed. But I, I'm a nerd, so... As in, I'm yeah, a I know. Geek, so yeah, I, watch I tried to watch it with subtitles, and it immediately gave me a headache, so I went straight to dubbing. And the dubbing's okay. It's the It, it doesn't line up quite well. Yeah. Uh, and it's a bit over the top at points. Oh, for sure. I feel like with dubs, it's always going to be weird because it's hard to sell the drama. Yeah, uh, sometimes, but yeah. Well, you know the you know the kind of the the slutty woman, the older woman who yes. was trying to be friendly with the bad guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her voice actor in in the dub is terrible. Oh boy, oh no. <laughs> it's really odd. Yeah. Um, well, I enjoyed it, and then next up, I've got Alice in Borderlands. Yeah. Um, so, what do you think? Okay, so what do you think of Alice in Borderlands so far? Well, I think I'm the same as you. Like because I saw Squid Game first, I prefer Squid Game. Yeah. And I sort of see where Alice in Borderland is going to go. Uh, I love the concept though, like how it's like it's it's almost uh, cosmic in terror. Yes, because these lasers are coming from the sky and they're aiming perfectly at people's brains and whatever. Um, and it has like the whole post-ap- city is empty. Yeah, it has like post-apocalyptic vibes as well, right? Yeah, like yeah. So so I. I like. So you, have you finished it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've That's seen season one. In, it's it's no also spoilers. yeah. I, I won't spoil it. It's based on a manga, but um, I think I think Alice in Borderland. Like I like the game designs a little bit more. Um, but they're again kids' games, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, kind of similar. Yeah. yeah, kids kids' games. But I think the thing that Squid Game does better is it sells the sort of harrowing 
trauma of it more, whereas yeah. in, in, in Alice in Borderland, you can tell, like, one is Korean and one is Japanese, which I guess if you watch a lot of Korean media and a lot of Japanese media, you can, like, tell. I mean, it's not just the fact that they're speaking those languages, but in terms of, like, the sort of writing style, because um, Alice in Borderland is very Japanese. <laughs> so um... Yeah, and there's that weird scene where um, he's burnt his leg and he's he's on the bed and he's being looked after by the girl. Yeah. And she just starts trying to have sex with him, and I'm like, yeah. Why? This yeah. hasn't really been explained very well. I don't know what's going on here, but I'm, I'm sure that will get expanded on at some point. Again, very Japanese. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, there's... Yeah, I guess I guess for me it's kind of like, because I've seen a lot of these other sort of like similar death game kind of things, or like, you know, you're kind of like stuck in a game and you have to play the games or you die. Um, that like, yeah, these 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 things are always interesting to watch to see like other people like when people get introduced to the genre i guess um but i mean it's just like i guess this is it these this is like the new battle royale right like the the amount of um it's also someone described this to me but they said like dude isn't squid game just four guys but you die <laughs> and i was like oh yeah yeah i guess so yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's just full guys, but you die, and yeah. then, uh, but, but then, like, um, have you seen how many like Squid Game remakes there have been in other games? This is the interesting part to me. Like, oh, since since it was popular. Yeah, yeah. So now there is like Squid Game in Roblox. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen like all that. the people making them in custom games. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. right. It's they're like... all doing the the red light, uh, green light. Yeah, um, yeah, red light, green. It's like what the f like. It's the, it's a game as old as time, but it's just crazy to me that like that, one piece of media some... like popularizes it, and now everyone's like, oh my yeah. god, I want to play red light, green light. But so. then, but then look at the so the, the the best example, and I think this is actually quite a, a good comparison, is the Rick and Morty Szechuan sauce. That's true. Like, yeah, they just mention it off the cuff in an episode, and it becomes like one of the most sought after items on the planet. Like, it becomes more scarce than than petrol at the moment. Oh God. <laughs> Like it's crazy, but yeah, that's how it's... that's how media influences people. Like pe people like to say that they're not influenced by pop culture, but they absolutely are, and probably I am as well. Like I'm yeah, it's not above this. It's fucking um, crazy, man. But I guess it's like, well, I, I mean, there's another crazy thing right here, right? Where it's like you know, red light, green light, games like these. I guess, the, I guess, oh, I didn't really think about it, but I guess these children games, like you know, we kind of grew up playing the shit, right? Yeah, we 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 grew up. I I mean, I've played like what was the English equivalent of red light, green light? Like we had a different name. That's my Mr. Wolf. Yes, that's the one. Yep. Yeah, and you just turn around, and it's just basically you just don't move when the person's turned around. The person right? looks at you, but he's like, "What's the time, Mr. Wolf?" And he'll say, "It's seven o'clock." Yeah, and then you creep forward, and he'll go, "It's dinner time," and turn around, and anyone that's moving gets chased. Yes, exactly. Uh, okay. That was that. So we we grew up doing these games. Do you think that kids who are now watching Squid Game and being like, "Oh God, I want to play Squid Game in Roblox." Do you think they had the same experience of growing up and playing these games? But and if they didn't, that's why these things are so appealing to them. Maybe I see. I don't have any kind of nostalgic memories of playing these games in school. So yeah, I'm just like eh. exactly. That's what I mean, right? Like I don't have nostalgia for these games, but I can imagine that. But like, in yeah. School, like yeah, but I can I mean, imagine I that, you like... play British Bulldog, which is the one where you all line link arms across the field and run across the field and knock over everyone I else. Mean, that's basically what Squid Game. Is. Yes, but I've got no <laughs> want to play that again because it was horrible. You just break people's noses and stuff. It yeah, was it awful. was awful. But then, like, why is it so popular? As in, like, I don't know. Like, I imagine like like Roblox is pre predominantly played by children, right? 
Yeah. Like, so then why is Squid Game so popular in Roblox? Because... Oh, you know, it's pop culture, isn't it? That's like, what it's... I mean. Yeah, it's, it's fucking crazy. It's terrifying. But still, I think Squid Game was great. You you preferred Alice in Borderlands. I preferred Squid Games. Yeah. Uh, but both good shows. Yeah, both I'm, good. I'm yeah. looking forward to getting the end of Alice in Borderlands, which I'm probably going to have time to do this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, the next point is oh, the one excited. that, I mean, finally, they've announced yes. the final character in Smash, which was Waluigi, as we all expected. Oh, of course. He's here. Finally, he's in. Finally. Everyone is in. Like, oh. it's there's so many memes popping up of, like, everyone is here and just Waluigi crying by the billboard. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Sora has made it into Smash. Have you seen? Okay, just on the Waluigi point, have you seen the fake uh, reveal trailer someone made for Waluigi to get? Oh, it's so good. It's also really depressing, but it's so. I'll watch it later. But I I love all the kind of stuff that comes out of the Waluigi stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a fake thing of him. Just basically, it it seems like he's like it's literally like the backstory of like the the final boss like of Smash like the the ultimate villain. Like, basically, he just, like, steals his invite to invite himself into Smash by just, like, being... But he gets, like, really sad because, like, he just watches as all of his friends and everyone goes into Smash and he's just left in this empty town. <laughs> like... <laughs> but this, so this is the first Smash character announcement that I think I've not seen any negativity about at all. Sora? Yeah. Uh, I've seen some people who are, like, uh, fucking Kingdom Hearts. But then, like, you know, whatever. I think at this point, most people are kind of just like, you know, sure, why not, Sakurai? You know, like it's the most oh. obvious one. This or Master Chief were the two most obvious. So it was either yeah. going to be this, Master Chief, Lara Croft, or Crash Bandicoot. That they were the ones that everyone was expecting. And of all of them, I was like, it's probably going to be Sora. Yeah, mainly yeah. because the Sora is the name of one of the companies that works on Smash. Yes, that the also it's, like... it's Sakurai's first name. Is it? Yeah, his name is Sora Sakura. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, well, there you go. So he's put himself in Smash as the last character. I didn't yeah, 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 yeah. He 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 uh, memed about it in the reveal trailer, or oh, yeah, yeah. the presentation. He was like, also coincidentally, my name. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I'm glad you said that because also his his little goodbye, like his his sign off, was just oh, so touching yeah. and so heartwarming. It was so good. Like, yeah, it wasn't even sad. I was just like, you know what? You've done a fucking amazing job. You've made this incredible game. You've brought happiness to so many people. This is a really good, like, little love letter to say thank you to everyone. Like, yeah, you've that... been great, Sakurai. Yeah, that go presentation sleep. was so good. Yeah, it was like, please, Sakurai, <laughs> yeah, please rest now. Please, please go yeah. to sleep. But yeah, <laughs> like, um, but yeah, like, um, the reveal trailer for Sora I thought was really good as well. Like the the callback to like the original trailer of like the original re- reveal trailer of Smash, that, where they um, see the giant Smash logo yeah. in the sky. That yeah, was really good. The... In the squid character's eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the original what, squid what game. What a reveal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but like, you know... Sh- oh. I remember screaming when that came on. I was yeah. just like... Ah! People were like, oh, yeah, Splatoon 2. And then they saw yeah. the Smash logo, and everyone was like... Ah! Smash! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And then, yeah, the whole thing about how they all, like, turn... Like, you know, just them turning to stone. And then, like, yeah. I remember I remember the, the fire fell, and people were like, oh, my God, it's a bonfire. Oh, my God, it's a Dark Souls character. No, and then, like, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no. Immediately, I was like, oh, fucking hell, it's the fire emblem. Yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. Don't, Sakura. I was, I was like, no. on the phone, ready to book my ticket to Japan. I was like, I'm coming. I'm coming to slap you. <laughs> I and, mean, also, and... did, you, did you watch the uh, gameplay reveal of Sora? Of, uh, yeah, of course. Sora, right. yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he actually, I, I think he looks really fun. Like I think he's, he's um, a Fire Emblem character. Yeah, if, I mean, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> I mean, like, glory. he's just he's 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 basically. I mean, he's an anime swordsman for fun's yeah, sake. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. um, I think it's nice to have a character design that is like less gimmicky because I feel like this DLC was full of 
I mean, full of anime swords, characters, anime yeah. swordsmen. But like, yeah. um, but they were a little bit more like the design of them, or like the mechanics were a little bit more gimmicky or quirky. Yeah, like yeah, uh, cool. I mean, like, you know, we had like Minecraft Steve and yeah. um, Kazuya, and even Sephiroth's kind of weird to play. Like, I was playing Smash actually over in Romania, um, and like with some friends, well, with with the people I was on holiday with, um, and yeah, like playing like. Um, you, you can tell, like, you play the old school Smash characters, and you play, like, the new DLC characters, and you're like, Jesus Christ, they really, uh... They're very different. Just, just added everything, gave every, these characters so many fucking mechanics. But, like, I guess, like, Sora... Sora looks like a sort of, like, callback to, like, you know, sort of, like, a more... Like, he seems like he could have been in Smash from the beginning. Kind yeah. Of thing, right? yeah. The, the only difference is the magic thing, where he does different magic or something every time he taunts. Is yeah, right? just uh, so it's just it cycles between three spells. So whenever you cast, it goes to the next spell. So um... right, so that's the only random element to me. But then again, that was also with Game and Watch, so he has that as well. Yeah, exactly right. Uh... So so like, uh, but in terms, of the only the main mechanic I see here from as like, I mean, if I'm being a nerd like competitive Smash stuff, um, is that he has the. Com the hit the combo system, so his jabs and his forward tilts and his forward air, um, basically can like be cancelled into each other for like a like three hit combo kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, it's gonna be interesting when people get their hands on the character and see, because I can see people doing like really crazy uh like mix up opportunities with them. It's so yeah, it'll be really fun. Launch. Pardon? Seven, seven days from launch, it comes out on October eighteenth. Yeah. I think be, um, I think it will be a lot of fun. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try it out when. I mean, I have the fighters pass anyway. But like, yeah, we I'll all are. Like, I mean, there's no reason not to. But this is the the closing door on Smash. Um, but what I liked as well is the the ultimate wasn't a long ultimate, but it it showed that the Smash world is one of the final kingdoms in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. So it's now linked Smash to like a much bigger multiverse. Oh god. Because the Kingdom Hearts multiverse goes out into all different kinds of madness. Yeah. So now now Smash link, links literally everything together. This is it, right? So um, but I, I I did like how the the ultimate like you seal the door and the Smash logos on the door as if to say we like Disney are even accepting that Smash is part of this bigger world now. Mm. Which is kind of cool. I mean, maybe I'm looking too much into it, but I just thought that was. Oh a nice no, I think it's very cool. Yeah. But I think like Smash as itself, like now you know, now we can kind of put a close on Ultimate. You know, like previously Smash was kind of just like Nintendo plus a few friends, right? And now it's yeah. kind of like branched out into so many different. It's, it's another Fortnite, isn't it? Where it's yeah. become ridiculous with how many characters are in it. But the one, the one thing that I did find a bit disappointing was that obviously they weren't allowed to use Mickey or Donald or Goofy. Oh, yeah. So in that background where they've replaced, replaced Donald with a star fruit and Goofy with a boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite. This is my friend, Bonald Boat. And, <laughs> Bonald uh, Boat. Graham Goofruit. Yeah. But they, they look really out of place compared to the other images. They could have just put other Kingdom Hearts characters in those in those windows. Yeah, for been sure. Fine. But I, I think replacing it with, a, with the star fruit, which is part of the the Kingdom Hearts storyline and that little boat which again is part of the storyline to anyone that's never played Kingdom Hearts doesn't make any sense and to those that do it still looks out of place yeah they, they could have done a better job there that's that's my one criticism because it was a bit like clearly Disney have said you can't have the likeness of, of our characters mm. and that's what they've had to do last minute to kind of go oh shit well, let's fix this Cause I bet you those images went in and they presented it to Disney and Disney went no 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 <laughs> yeah. don't you dare put Donald Duck in your game but hopefully um, you know this does mean that um, 
you know, if if the, if the response is great, and then who knows, maybe they'll make another Smash Bros. in the future. But uh, for yeah. a long time, this yeah. is, this isn't this is an ultimate version of that game. I don't think we're gonna see Smash Bros. for another few years, man. I uh, we're definitely gonna not gonna see one on the Switch. Like, no. e- even if there is the fabled Switch Pro, which keeps coming back and forth. Nah. Um, I don't think we're going to see another Smash Brothers until the next Nintendo console. And even then, I think we might just get a Smash Ultimate Ultimate. Because like, they've already used Ultimate and Deluxe Edition now, so like, they'll th- be like Smash Final Edition or something like that. I could Final see Final. them maybe in another year, like if they actually release the Switch Pro, they'll be like, alright, we'll do another round. Here's like Smash Ultimate for the Switch Pro, and it has all the DLC, and we're going to release another Fighters Pass or something like that, you know what I mean? Well, no, but... I think what they're going to do is they're going to they're gonna re-release the game package with all the current DLC. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. yeah. So they'll do that. And then they will also be like, and we'll do one more round of DLC. Well, you know, maybe if Sakurai is like, please let me sleep, and they're like, Sakurai, wake I don't up. I think they were. Because they didn't do it with Mario Kart, so, and Mario Kart needs 32 more tracks. That's true. They didn't do it with that. Did they not, did they not they add anything in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe? Nope. Oh. Nothing at all. Hmm. Maybe not then. But, um, no DLC. We'll see. But yeah, like, um,. I might be. They might have added like a few cosmetics or something uh, to the carts. Maybe. Yeah. They definitely haven't added new tracks or new characters. That's. That, that I don't think anyway. I guess we'll we'll see a new Smash game in uh, like eight and five to six years. I guess. Well, I think the next big one is going to be the next Mario Kart, and I think yeah. that is what's going to be the thing that launches either the next console or the next variant of the Switch. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, did you see that um, a few developers stepped forward and said, you know, we've had developer kits for the Switch Pro, and Nintendo were like, no, you haven't. Shut up. What do you no, mean? No, they don't exist. And obviously, because Nintendo are just about to launch their OLED Switch, they don't want people going, oh, I'm going to hold off now. Yeah, I bet exactly. that did negatively impact their sales. I, yeah, I bet you any money definitely. it did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that was Sora in Smash and Farewell to Sakurai. Um, so next up, it's probably going to be quite short because I haven't seen either of these. So it'd be more you talking. Right. Okay. Um, Bond and Dune, go. <laughs> right. So I've not seen Dune, and I've also not read the books, uh, but it looks like a good film. Um, I want to go see it. It's got some. It's got a great cast. Uh, so and I've seen the trailer for it so many fucking goddamn times now. Uh, that yeah, I guess there's one scene in the trailer that looks really weirdly edited, which is the bit where he like kills someone, like the main character seems to like murder someone, and then the helmet opens up and shows his face, but it looks very, it just looks like he's been photoshopped in there. It's really weird. <laughs> I don't know why they chose to use that shot. Um, but yeah, like uh, apart from that, the film looks pretty good. I still have no idea really what it's about. Something about water crisis on a planet I, in a desert. And like house, uh, there's like houses and dynasties, um, but yeah. Uh, all I know is that I my dad really like my dad really liked the book, so um, I should. He was like, "You should go watch the film." And I was like, "Okay," uh, but I did see the latest James Bond film. First thought: God damn, that film is long, man. It's like three hours long. That's what oh. I've heard. Oh my god, it's a lot of James Bond. It's but was this... it worth the three hours? Uh. They could have cut a lot of it. I think, to be honest, I think the film was pretty good. Uh, I will preface this in saying, God, please watch, like, either watch a catch-up. So I watched a catch-up video before I went to see uh, the film. Because the film will make, like, of, like, what happened in the previous, like, Daniel Craig Bond films. Um, if you 
don't know what happened in the previous Bond films, this film will likely make very little sense to you. In fact, even with the knowledge, there are bits which make very little sense. Um, so yeah, but I would say please watch the like you know watch a catch up video or watch the previous films, um, even though they're not some of them are not great to be honest. But um, yeah, I think it's uh, I, th I I enjoyed it. I think it's an enjoyable film. It's definitely a modern James Bond film, which is cool. Like uh, there's a lot of new characters that get introduced. Um, and it kind of sets up what they're going to do with the James Bond universe uh, for the future. Obviously, I mean, can I talk spoilers or no? Uh, no, because I'm going to go and see it. I'm going to go and see it this week, right. I think. I will I will give no spoilers. Uh, all I can say is that the best character in that film was Ana de Armas, and it's really a shame that she was not on screen for longer. That's that's all. That's all I have to say. Oh, and Rami Malek was great. I think Rami Malek. Was... I've, I've heard he's fantastic. Yeah, Rami Malek is. Uh, he's just fucking great in it. Um, but I really like him as an actor anyway. Uh, because I'm a Mr. Robot fanboy. So, yeah. Um, Rami Malek was great in it as well. And you know what? You know what? To be honest, all the actors and actresses in that film were fantastic. They were all really good. Um, but I guess I can't really talk about the plot. But I did enjoy it. I would say it's like a seven out of ten. It's a good. It's a good film. But boy, is it long! It's three hours. Like, like, uh, buy a big drink <laughs> if you're gonna go see it in the cinema. Buy a yeah. big drink in your bag, so I don't buy drinks at the cinema. Oh, wow! Terrible, terrible, terrible thing. Buy a um, big popcorn then. Yes, no, I don't need that either. I have to take that into. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst. Um, so yeah, that was Bond and Dune. I'm, I can't really say anything on it. I've just heard good things about Bond, and people are saying great things about Dune, the American side, because a lot of my friends have seen it in the US. Yes, uh, and they're saying that it's a great movie. So. Cool. Good, good, good. Uh, but the other thing for this week, a small point which I want to have a little moan about, is Windows 11 came out. Oh, uh, it's, it's a free upgrade, but uh, it comes with a humongous blocker that you have to set your PC up to be safe bootable, which means that just in your BIOS. Right. Uh, and you also have to make sure that you're not formatted as MBD, I think is the format. You need to be GPT. Uh, and, of course, my drive is MBD, which, which stands for Master Boot Drive. Oh, um, right. Okay, yeah. So it means I have to format my C drive, which I'd really hate doing. Um, so I've held off on that a little bit. Obviously, because I'm going through job applications and stuff as well, I don't want to blow my PC up. Yeah, that's just for the sake of Windows. Yeah, um, and apparently, like, there's some problems with it in terms of like people just don't understand why you can't do stuff now. Yeah, I heard so, they like, removed a bunch of features in Windows. Well, the minute you can't move the taskbar, it just sits in the middle of the screen now, which to me is like it's a bit dumb. Like I like my taskbar on the right side of the screen because you get like a menu effect, which is quite nice. Mm. Um, so that's going to annoy me. Um, and also you can't change sound sources just by clicking on the little speaker anymore, what? which which is a really commonly used feature. Like, so you can't switch from headphones to speakers and back again. The fuck? With ease. It's, it's like now through two menus rather than one, which is just dumb. I don't, I don't <laughs> understand when... <sighs> I like okay, never mind. You know what? I can understand like deprecating and removing some features, right? But like or like giving people the opportunity to use those features in a more convenient way. I do not understand why people remove these features just because they're like, ah, oh, I can't be bothered, man. Well, that, that's the thing is, is I mean, we both know that these things have likely been through forms of multivariate testing. Yeah. And that they, there is probably a reason for them to do what they're doing. I just can't see what that reason is. Like, Which is unusual because usually you can look at it and just go, "Ah, oh, they're doing it because of this." But it's so strange because, like, when okay, look, it, it's not like this is like a, a new video game or something like that, and it's got like a small, like a kind of like you know, even like a million people using it, right? Like, this is Windows, Everyone. like literally 
everyone in the world uses this shit. Like, you could consider that, like, people's entire livelihoods have been used on these things. And it's like, why would you remove features from, like, something that is used on, like, an, like, more than daily basis? You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand the mentality behind that, being like, I, you don't need these things anymore. These things that have been existed for several years, you know, no, 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 it's like, the fuck, man? But like, they must have data somewhere that shows that these features are not being used, and that's why they're getting rid of them. Sure. So, but well, then, like, why even? I guess it's just a more of it. I guess it, I guess it's probably just the thing of like being like, it's not like they're removing the features. It's more like we can't be bothered to like that. Like, we can't be bothered to implement these features back in because you know data says it's not worth it. Yeah. You know. It's like the whole fucking thing. I mean, I'm going to go on a bit of a rant, but it's like the whole fucking thing in mobile games where it's like we don't need to focus on sound design because no one listen, no one plays mobile games with sound on. It's like, well, you know what? Some people do, and probably makes and breaks their experience. And it's like, and also sometimes even implementing like basic sound is really not that hard. It's just no. like, oh god. Anyway, but you have to pay a sound engineer is the problem. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Well, we'll just not pay him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can wrap about this because, you know, we've both done this. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last point is a very brief one, but I just find it really funny. Um, Pro Evo have rebranded themselves to eFootball now and they launched their free-to-play test last week. Oh, I... It it was an absolute nightmare. It was awful. Terrible. So, hold on. Wait, wait. What what was the gate? What rebranded? Did you say? Pro Evo. Pro Evo, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, what the fuck? I was talking to someone about this the other day. I was like, where the fuck has Pro Evo gone? Like, yeah. yeah. People hate it. People are like, this is a terrible name. That's a shit name. I don't know who thought eFootball was a good idea. That is a terrible, terrible name. What the fuck? So, a few months back, they did like a, a... an alpha test for it, a beta test or something, and they got loads of negative feedback saying this shit, like don't do this, and it just launched exactly the same way. Oh my like, god! It's broken. The crowd looks like um, God. How to describe the crowd? Like nineties PlayStation crowds. Oh god! Like you know, little bitty cardboard cutouts. You can't play against your friends online. You can't play multiplayer, um, which is dumb for a football what's, game. What's the point of uh, why yeah. call it e football? It's just awful. Oh god. Terrible, terrible game. It's, it's been made by marketers and not by developers, which is what a lot of games are being done at the moment. The marketers are kind of leading the charge. Um, but then on the back of that, FIFA announced as well that they might be renaming their franchise. Oh, really? So the next FIFA game might not be called FIFA anymore, which oh, suggests boy. to me that FIFA is not performing as well as it could be. So they're trying to rebrand it to get people into thinking it's a new thing. I, guess I, I think so. calling it like FIFA 2002, 2003 and whatever probably isn't having the same impact it used to. I mean, yeah, but th- I mean, yeah. I I feel like that's like, you know, FIFA is a brand. Yeah, it's obvious, right? It's just Mm. like you know. But also, the the next FIFA could be G Football. (laughs) Oh God, don't (laughs) call it F Football. Yeah, F Football. Yeah, yeah, F yeah, F Football. There you go. Uh, it's just, dude, I don't understand the FIFA marketing model. Well, it's in the FIFA, not marketing, but the FIFA uh, business model. I don't understand why people buy the new FIFA every year and it's like the same fucking game. Like, honestly, like, I've I've talked to people who work on FIFA and they're like, yeah, man, we just copy-paste the code base from the previous game and like add one new thing. I'm like, well, why do people buy it? 
Because it works. Why? It's the Call of Duty model. Like, Call of Duty barely changes. Yeah, but... Call of Duty is effectively just level packs. Yeah, but then, like, you know, at least they, you know, it looks remarkably, you know, well, I mean, you can argue that maybe not so much anymore, but, you know, they tried to make it look remarkably different or add some kind of new mechanic or remove some mechanics, and that's the way that they make it freshen up the gameplay. It's like in FIFA, it's like, oh, no, here's um, the new year of footballers, and it's like, why is this not just a live service game at this point, you know? Why is, well, I guess that's what eFootball is trying to be. It's trying to be a free-to-play, is it free-to-play? Uh, yes, it is free to play. Yeah, but it's terrible. Yeah, so they're trying to make like the for- like why, why does Fortnite have footballers in it that is updated more regularly than the football game? You know, like what the fuck? We're in the dark place. Honestly, we're in the dark no, place. We're in the dark, dark timeline. The darkest we're in the dark timeline. timeline. I, you know, what? I'd, be re- I'd really be interested to see like who who is the demographic for um the like the FIFA franchise now like is FIFA popular with like the young like the younger generation of like the new gamers kind of thing because obviously like I don't even know what console demographics would do anymore because I don't know who owns consoles anymore yeah but like Like, you know this is it it's like it's like are you know because I'm sure that like FIFA probably has a demographic of people who have played FIFA their whole like you know growing up you know like people my age right and yeah. they buy the yearly FIFA the yearly COD they're like they're, they they are gamers but they're not like in the zeitgeist of like what's po- what you know they'll just play whatever's popular and then FIFA and COD because that's like what their mates play kind of thing or he's in the UK right um but I'm interested to see like in like schools and stuff like that like are people playing FIFA like are like 16 year olds and 15 year olds these days playing FIFA or are they playing like Roblox and League of Legends and well, I, I Fortnite. Definitely know people my age are playing it because I've got some friends that do play it all the time because I see them online playing it. Yeah, but I genuinely have no idea who else is playing that game. That's what I mean. Like I don't. I, I really want to have a chat with like you know people who are in school now and kind of see like what's the game you guys? What what games are you guys playing? Like what's, hey, what's, what's going on? Hello kids. Yeah. This is, <laughs> hello, hello, fellow. Yeah, I'll, I'll roll up with my skateboard and backwards cap and be like, "How do you do, fellow kids? Yeah. Hi, fellow do kids. you play the I'm... video games?" Yeah, I'm... and then you start dabbing and flossing because you're trying to look cool. Oh, like, look what I can do, oh, kids. And I'm like, what the hell is that old man doing? I'll be. I will. I will get put on TikTok so fast that like, and then <laughs> just roasted and go viral. But hey, maybe that would be. Maybe that's how we get our podcast. That's how it's out. That's how we get get ourselves out. Because <laughs> now, obviously now. I've got a little bit of free time. I'm playing <laughs> around with how to make the podcast a bit more popular. Yes. Um, I wanted to work on the logo, but I forgot that my Photoshop license was attached to my job. Obviously, Uh-oh. when I finish my job, Uh-oh. I lose the license. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, it's not the Photoshop yeah. or Premiere anymore. Also, just just a disclaimer: please don't go and try and talk to random kids at schools. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Um, don't do that. I was going to make a joke, but also it might be a bit inappropriate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, um, don't. But you know, I guess I'll just go look at I'll be the adult and go look at some like data, I guess. Yeah. Just go on to App Annie or something. That's yeah. where you'll find out your information. Yeah, exactly. Um But this has been episode forty nine of the Sunfire Tavern. Um this week we talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about Far Cry Six, the OLED Switch, the uh, Metroid Dread. Uh we had a little chat about Squid Game and turned out that I was right, Ollie was wrong. What uh, the fuck? He liked Alice in Borderland and I liked the, the arguably better game. Uh show, sorry. Game, yeah, squid squid, game. yeah, the Squid Game, yes. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Uh, Sora has come out in Smash. He's not come out in Smash. He's in Smash uh, as of the 18th of uh, October. Yes. Um, and that's Sakurai's last uh, chunk of, well, last patch on that game, I guess. Uh, Bond and Dune, they're out in the cinema. Go and see them. Both 
uh, reviewing quite well. Uh, Windows 11's out. Probably hold off on it for a little bit until they fix some of the problems. And then eFootball is crap. Didn't really talk much other than it is crap. Uh, and then FIFA getting a rebrand. So that's been our topics of conversation for the week. Um, it, this has been, as I said, the Sunfire Tavern, which is our podcast for gamers and geeks where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV with myself, Clark, and my co-host, Ollie, uh, discussing the hot topics from this week. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern and listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And I'm also noticing we're popping up on a variety of other podcast platforms. Uh, so we're out there. You can find us. And if you want to drop us an email with any comments or you want us to read something out on air, please do do so at sunfiretavern at gmail.com. Ollie, anything else before we sign out for the week? Nope. Uh, I guess just thanks for listening, everybody. And um, I guess go play Squid Game on Roblox. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Have a good week, everyone. Yeah, see you, everybody. Bye.